Hey folks, Noah here, and before we get started with the newest episode of the Bromance Dawn podcast, I just wanted to let you all know that the next couple episodes were all pre-recorded. We recorded a whole bunch of material for you guys, and then we took a week off for the 4th of July, so the things you're hearing will be a little bit older. So as always, take a seat, listen, and enjoy the Bromance Dawn podcast. You are now listening to Bromance Dawn. Here are your hosts, the king of the pirates Noah Delmar and his first mate, pirate hunter Bill Jenkins. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Bro Mance Don Podcast. BMD. And today I am joined by none other than Bill Jenkins and our host, Noah, Noah Del- Delmar. Wow. Woo! I mean, we're both hosts, technically. Yes, yes, yes. And we're feeling good if you can't tell. Woo! So we are going to ask you all a question. In the early days of the internet, when you heard that beautiful dial-up, do you remember reading through your chat blogs? Were they blogs back then or were they just blurbs? or Like message boards? Message boards. Or AOL chat rooms. Or MSN? MSN, yeah. Earthlink? No, was Earthlink something? Yeah, it was an internet provider, like AOL. It was like the... You've got mail. It was the lesser known AOL. But you got a... You saw the little... This is the clickbait of the past. I mean, we probably still have AOL free trial discs. Catch Mew. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember... Oh, see Laura Croft's titties. (laughs) Uh, yes, I tried very hard. All of the codes and then, to make it happen. As I pointed out in our movie episode, they made it happen in the movie. And then you would I go. Know. And then you would go to what? Cheatcodecentral.com. Oh, dude. Or GameFAQs. Cheat CC. Cheat CC. Cheat Where you would go find all the codes and see what was real or not. But you never knew what was real, because there were tons of fake articles everywhere. So do you remember? No our- fact checkers. Do you remember back on GameFAQs, like the crazy text for all the different guides? Oh, yeah. It was never the same. No. And, and you had to scroll through it for, like, ever. And it was like that grading typewriter style. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. And then they would have those beautiful murals. <laughs> yes. Like, at the beginning. like, yeah. like it, But, it was, it, like, out of type. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it would say, like, uh, the name of the game or whatever. But, like, all fancy, like a picture. Or a picture. I'm pretty sure there was, like, a Mario RPG one that had, like, a picture of Mario and Gino and Mallow and everyone. On that topic. We're going to talk about the, the, what's the, happening. Yeah, Mario RPG is being remade, we are, remastered. We are elated. I didn't realize that orange thing coming off of Gino's face wasn't his nose. Yeah, I thought that for a long time. Yeah, like, I, I thought his hat was his face. 
And then yeah. when we got the high-res pictures later, you can see that he actually has like a puppet face. It's kind of like Puppet Mon from Digimon. No, it is, but I thought his nose was, was longer, like not just like a little stubby nose. Like that, those orange things are just like part of his hat or some shit. Yeah, I always thought that was his face. Yeah, that's he ridiculous. he had like a face on his hat. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Very excited for that. Love short, stubby Mario. Yeah. Uh, some people were talking shit on short, stubby Mario. Dude, I think... Uh, I think they all need the to... the humor and everything the I same? think they need to keep it the exact same fucking game. Here's the question. Do you remember you would search for the princess's room? Yes. Do you remember what you found in the princess's room? The frying pan. No. Didn't you find a frying pan? No. Or was it the parasol? If you look at her bedside table... Uh-oh. It said you found Princess Toadstool's question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. That's probably not going to be there. But in the Japanese version, it said you found her XXX. Yikes. So I'm wondering if they cut that. And I'm wondering how they do the uh, 8-bit Mario scene in Booster's Tower. That'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll look cool. I but, mean, everything looks great. But let's go right into our, our regular question here, Bill. What you been playing? Uh, mostly Diablo. Yeah. I played a weird, like, first-person shooter. It was, I forget the name of it. It was on Game Pass. But it was uh, in the style of, like, Shadow Warrior or, like, Duke Nukem 3D. So it had, like, that, or Doom. It had, like, the 2D, like, sprites. And it was, like, a love letter to, like, all those old games. It was pretty cool. Cool, cool. Yep, a lot, a lot of Diablo over here. I've um, just got into Act 5. Oh, so there is more than three acts. Yes, there is. At the end of three, you get the horse. So I have the horse, of course. <laughs> Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. Uh, and we're going to go kill Lilith. Yeah, I've, I've fought some pretty tough ones, and we are you know, just chugging along, doing a little bit here yep. and there. Got the Paragon boards, kind of cool. Um, so it, but Paragon is we didn't know what it was last time we talked. Yeah. It looks like you get a board where you just kind of, for each level, you get like four things you can oh, unlock. Oh, like buffs. Yeah. And, and it, it, it gives you mostly boosts like dexterity and some of your stats. Oh, cool. And then on the board, there are like big buffs, but you can't unlock them unless you have certain stat requirements. So obviously as you get better gear to boost your stats or you boost them through the board. And then from my reading, I saw that after the initial board, there are maybe more specialized boards that go more hand-in-hand with your build. So the one I'm on right now is just straight baseboard for all necromancers. I think there's more after that where I can do something more in line with my build opposed to... With your bone daddy build? Yes, or bone mommy since I am a female. No, you're still bone daddy. Yeah, boning lots of daddies. Oh, hey, before we get into the topic, did you see anything else from the Nintendo Direct? Super Princess Peach, yeah, two uh, Luigi's Mansion two remake, which is cool because I never played that one. Um, I don't think I played that one either. Yeah, it was only on 3ds. So, but I did play three. You played three. Was three good? Three was pretty good. Okay. Uh, the Pikmin remakes came out. I've never been a big Pikmin guy, so I didn't pick them up. But uh, Pikmin four is coming out. They're also doing Super Mario Wonder, which looks pretty cool. New 2D I Mario. wonder what that's about. <laughs> That'll be cool, though, because it looks like it's co-op, so maybe you can play it with a little guy. Yeah, sure. No, it's looking exciting. And uh, then um, 
Batman Arkham and Metal Gear are both coming to Switch, which is cool. Um, maybe you'll finally get to play some Metal Gear. No. I want to do a Metal Gear episode. That's fine. Have you played or th- heard or thought anything about Final Fantasy 16? Yeah. So I heard it is a hack and slash. Yeah, they they brought in some of the devs uh, from Devil May Cry. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was heard. telling you. I saw the video of the guy, one of the developers, playing it, and he like beat this boss without getting hit once, and the boss's health bar was like crazy. Yeah. Oh, and you'll like this. They brought in a lot of the devs of fourteen, so I think we'll like it actually, because I enjoy Devil May Cry. Yeah, and well, Final I, well Yoshi 14. P is is very involved, isn't he? The director. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. So from what I've heard, it fixes all the issues uh, people have with 15. Although, um, I heard it was overheating PS5s mm, well, during boss fights. Well, you know. Can't stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Am I right? <laughs> so back to the early days of the internet. Yep. Since video games have existed, there have been myths and, and legends and rumors. Some were true. Some were very far from it. Yeah. Do you remember just getting information for games just in magazines? Yes. And Difficult. It was difficult to collect everything. I I think the hardest part was E3 happened, and whenever E3 was in the internet era, you could actually watch the press conferences live. You knew what was going on. Back then, they would have Space World and E3 and CES, and you would get this information like second and third hand from magazines. So you would hear about a game coming out. My cousin's uncle's friend read. Wow, yeah. (laughs) No, but I remember Nintendo Power was hyping up Earthbound 64 for like ever, and then it just disappeared. And then they talked about Mother 1 and 2, the collection. (laughs) That just disappeared. And then Mother 3 came out, and they talked about that. And none of it ever came out in America. And I never knew what happened to Earthbound 64 until the internet got good enough for me to realize, oh, they turned it into Mother 3. Release Mother 3. I'm still mad at Nintendo about that. Because, like, as a little kid... What does Terry Crews want? He wants it. He wants Mother 3. And they have that awesome robot chicken sketch. Reggie, give us Mother 3. And he eats the fire flower and just burns that guy. Great times. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> so anyways, we have found a list of 20 video game myths and 10 that turned out true from thegamer.com. You guys seem to like when we do lists, and we thought this was a cool topic. So, so we'll we, see. Got a, we got a heavier topic coming up. Yes. And it looks like our first myth here, I was not a San Andreas player. I don't know about you. I played it. But so the myth was San Andreas is hiding Bigfoot. So yes. much like the Fayette County Mountains of Dunbar, Bigfoot is lurking. Grand Theft Auto Fayette County. Oh, man. You don't <laughs> want none of that. Actually, I heard that someone robbed Maloney's Yes, stole the safe. Did you see that? In, inside job, I heard. They went through the roof like they knew yeah, exactly yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. That's a Uniontown institution. Can't be it doing was like that. It, you mean it was like the Italian job. <laughs> Wasn't Jason Satham in that? 
No, wasn't it Nick Cage? Daniel, I think Statham. No, he was gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, I think Statham was in that. Maybe. They drove Mini Coopers. I remember that. I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe the Bigfoot did it. Maybe the Bigfoot did it. So it says here, this was false, but the myth was that back beyond area of San Andreas was hiding a secret, a large hairy one. Back when the game was first released, players began to discuss online seeing images of Bigfoot in the trees. Rockstar has denied that Bigfoot is there, and that's all we know. Much well, like Bigfoot in the real world. Well, you, you played other GTAs, right? Oh, yeah, me and the Sauce used to play three all the time. And four, right? You played four later? We played it in college. I played a little bit of four, yeah. Uh, Sauce and Kevin used to just Sauce take turns. loved. Yes. Him and Kevin would just take turns wreaking havoc on the city. And we would just watch, like me, Bill, and Ryan yeah, would me just and, watch. Me and the sauce, we would go to his mom's house, eat donuts, and play Grand Theft Auto for hours. <laughs> yeah, when we were in college, we would just pregame. You're like now that I think, now that yeah, now that I think about it, GTA. he always had donuts then too. <laughs> <laughs> so they would just like go up on rooftops and just start shooting people with sniper rifles. So what's interesting about that rumor, number one, it was back in the time before you could really check things on the internet, and that game was huge for the time. I mean, San Andreas came out, I think, our fresh, my freshman year of high school. It was like 2004, I think, and it was a huge game for the time, so people couldn't confirm it or deny right. it. Right. And they eventually put Bigfoot in five. There you go. Four or five. I can't remember. So. And there's a quest in Red Dead Redemption that referenced it, actually. So, just to quote one of my favorite comedians, I personally think that Bigfoot is just a blurry monster and that everyone is taking very clear pictures of him. And yeah. that's more scary to me. There was a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the hills of Dunbar. <laughs> just in the Dunbar Mountains. All right, next is one I already talked about, and this was the Laura Croft reveal code. This I, was a, not much to say about this, this but, man, the boys went wild. Yeah. I had this on PC, too, so I was trying to hack the shit out oh, of Oh, you that. probably could on PC. I tried, but the, the Internet wasn't good enough to figure it out back then. Yeah, there was people that you would buy patch files and stuff and then load yeah. them in, and you would... Well, we talked about that with Diablo, how easy it was to hack the... like. Uh, requirements.txt file. I'm sure you could have done something right, like that so with the PC yeah, version. For sure. Now, if nobody knows what we're talking about, this was a code to see Laura Croft naked. Now, was this for the first one? I sure? believe this looks like the first one to me. Uh, led much print. Yes, this was the first one. Um, I think the rumor persisted, though. It has persisted, and it's still saying this one is fake, but the caveat of due to the Internet being the Internet now, there is most definitely a version somewhere. Yeah. But, um, but it was not part of the actual game. Here's the thing. If you're uh, digging into that that far at this point to see some cone boobs, you got some problems. So next is a true one, and it was that Mew is in Pokemon Red and Blue. This is bullshit. It is true, but it's true on a technicality. It's true on a technicality. You don't go and push that truck no, the, on so the myth, Island. No, the myth was there was a truck that you could push. Uh, the van, what was the van? Wasn't it right outside of 
Cinnabar Island, right? No, I thought it was right outside of Giovanni's gym at the beginning. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I thought it was. That's where like, I thought it was. Well, because Cinnabar Island's where you had to do the missing no glitch, which was true, actually. Yes, yes. To get the unlimited no, rare they, they, candies. They, they, they weren't in the same place. It was unlimited whatever item was yeah, in a certain but spot. But everyone did the rare candy. And the Master Ball. Oh, yeah, and the Master Ball. That's true. To make catching all those. Uh, to catch pain. everything. You would just get unlimited. You'd catch every. You'd go catch a level three Weedle. Yeah. With a Master Ball. Yeah, but see, by the, time, by the time those rumors came out, I had already beat it and caught Mewtwo. So um, I had already used my Master Ball. Because I saved it for Mewtwo because I didn't want anything crazy to happen. I think I, used, like, it, I think I used it on Articuno. You couldn't, like, quick save back then. No. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you could. Couldn't you you save? could save anywhere, but I don't think... Could you save, like, right before Mew? Yeah, you could. Because oh. you would just pause and save. Even so, I wasn't taking any chances. Yeah, I wanted okay. to get Mewtwo. But anyways, the actual way to get Mew, since Mew is technically in the code of the game, is by exploiting several glitches to force a spawn. I don't know how to go about doing it. I also know that it existed there because it was given away it at promotional away. events. Yeah. Um, where they, you know, they, would, they would do something and then either trade it in, but you know, it had to be in the game for that to actually work. So... That's what we had, and man, I'll, I'll tell you, in the early days of, of the Pokemon craze, I mean, it was, it was big. Well, we weren't getting those promotional events in Pittsburgh. No. No, they'd save those for, like, big cities, and I remember reading about it again. Like Philadelphia. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember reading about that in Nintendo Power, going, oh, man, that's fucking awesome, but yeah, we'll never get a Mew. Uh, maybe next year there'll be one in. Well, and they did that with uh, Celebi, too, I yeah. believe, for Gold and Silver. Um, so the next one we have is in line with Nintendo still. In Super Smash Bros. 64, the original, Sonic was a playable character. I and don't remember hearing this that. This one persisted, too. I remember it being bigger during the Melee days because someone did a... One of the magazines did like an April Fool's joke where they said if you did, do you remember the Cruel Melee? Yeah. So the Cruel Melee, if you beat 20 characters in it and then did something else, you unlock Sonic with Tails as his partner character. But, but you have to think back when this was happening, there was no relationship between Nintendo and Sega at the time. Uh, no, especially this one because yeah. they were still making... Dreamcast. That's what I, I mean, mean. This was like right so before this is Dreamcast. A, yeah, so this is like a wild, you know, concept. A wild, like what's happening because the relationship was to, so tumultuous at the time. It would have been like, oh, how did they pull that off? That's yeah. that's awesome. With melee, it's a little more believable because Nintendo had started to work with Sega a little bit by that point. So, like the Dreamcast wasn't doing too well and everything. Now. With that one, I think it was kind of egged on because the characters, you kind of unlock them in like weird, random ways anyway. Do you remember like the first time you unlocked a character? Yes. Um, Jigglypuff, just for being... Yeah. Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff was the first one. The game. Yeah. But then everyone else had like specific yeah. criteria. I think Luigi was... You had to do all of the break the targets. Yep. Ness was beat the game in less than 20 minutes, I believe. I, I thought with only three... Oh, three continues? That was, was, no, it was stock, stock three. You could only have, like, stock three. Who was the fourth? Um, Captain Falcon. Was it Captain? Yeah, I forgot he was hidden. It's so hard because there's so many games now. Like, 
I remember yeah. the first three. But I, I think I, it was I, Captain Falcon. Let's, I let's, think you're right. Luigi, Ness, Captain Falcon, yeah, and Jigglypuff. Yeah, hidden characters on the end. I don't remember how to get Captain Falcon. It was one or the other. It was either three stock or 20 minutes or less. We're kind of keeping in these fighting brawling games here. We have one with Street Fighter. And I, I think this one, which I'd never heard of, but I just read about it while we were discussing. I remember this one, yeah. I think this shows why a lot of rumors start. So yeah. in Especially in fighting games. Yeah, so in one of the Street Fighter games, I don't know which one. Street Fighter 2. Too. One of the Street Fighter uh, Ryu says, you must defeat Shen Long to stand a chance. However, that's probably not what was actually said. It was a bad translation. Yeah, which was rampant. Right, time. and because of the bad translation, people went wild. Like, who is this Shen Long character? Yeah, they were thinking and it was like a hidden boss or something. Shortly after, a very long and complicated code came out to get him. And it didn't do anything because it wasn't real. No. And I think that was one of the cruelest parts of these rumors. Because with the Mew one, I remember just pushing that truck. It said you had to, like, you strengthen that truck, like, 50 times. And I did it. And I was pissed. And I would try it more than once. I'm sure you did, too. Like, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get a Mew. Like, this is totally worth it. Yeah. It was cruel and unusual, but what are you going to do about it? Oh, that's a good one. So we have one that was true, and it is in GoldenEye 64, which th- this deserves one someday. Yeah. Or maybe we can throw it in something about Rare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just did the remake, so I just replayed through it. There would be no Call of Duty. There would be no any first-person shooter on Earth Hello, without... GoldenEye. GoldenEye, fantastic game. But the rumor was that the extra Bonds were in the game. So GoldenEye was a movie starring one of my favorite James Bonds. We should do an episode on James Bond. Pierce Brosnan, cool. uh, who is I want to. Cool. I want to ask, like, what's your ranking of Bonds? But we should probably save that for the James Bond yeah, episode. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing any of that. But to that point, there was this myth that you could be all of the other James Bonds. You could change the skin to have that fantastic rendering. And no one wanted to be Timothy Dalton. Nobody wanted to be Timothy Dalton. I mean, if you didn't want to be Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, or Sean Connery, you wanted to be Jaws. I mean, that's... Yeah. Or Odd Job. I was talking to a guy at work the other day, and we were talking about GoldenEye, and he said he always picked Odd Job. I was like, oh, man, that's a dick move. I always played as Natalia. Because everyone would take, like, all the cool characters yes. like James Bond. You could not see these characters. However, I believe... They were in the code. They were in the code, and I believe with a Game Shark, yes. you could get them. Or with certain codes. Was there, like, the... the you could unlock... Um, I forget all the codes. You, what, what with the cheat code, there's a way to unlock well, you, you type, all the characters. Yes. And there was, like, random scientists and, like, soldiers. Well, it was, like, every mob in the game. Yes. Uh, and then certain characters from other levels. So from the Moonraker level, you had Jaws. Oddjob was somewhere. And, yeah. you know, you, you had all of that. Um, but I, I want to say there was a code to, in multiplayer, be Roger Moore and, and Timothy Dalton. At least Timothy Dalton. Nobody wants his likeness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, here's one that I should ask my kid the next one here. Is, uh, Hero, uh, Brian. This popped up on a lot of the lists uh, I was looking at when we Minecraft. were Minecraft has a character called Hero Brian. A modern urban legend, Hero Brian is said to be a creepy character who roams the pixelated hills of the popular sandbox game Minecraft. It is rumored he takes the form of the game's primary character, 
Steve, but with eerie white eyes. It Analysis was also rumored that it was uh, the creator's like brother or something, That's right? Interesting. I don't know. An analysis of the code shows that he is nothing more than a myth, although some suggest that he could be, exist in a mod. See, now that one's interesting to me because Minecraft was a later game. It was, what, like 2009, 2010? I would have thought the internet was good enough by that point to dispel rumors like that, but apparently not. You don't get a lot of these anymore, I don't think, because people disprove it so quickly. Yeah, I know. It's, well, they start data mining everything before, mm-hmm. the, like the minute they can, and you know everything that could possibly well, ever have Well, and that's how existed. they discover a lot of these things aren't true. Right. Right. So here's one that I don't know if I agree with this, so we'll, I can't wait to this see what is they true. say at the bottom. I, was, I thought this no, one this was is true. true. This is so the myth proven. is Sonic 3 soundtrack was composed by none other than Michael <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> yeah, this is most certainly true. If you go and you look on YouTube for comparisons for some of the Zone songs, they have Michael Jackson influences in them. Well, influence is a lot different than he did it. Sega is saying no as of, when was this made? This list is from 2018. So unless it came out in the last five years, which it might. It did recently um, because in the Sonic Origins collection, they had to switch the the music up. So apparently um, Michael Jackson helped to create it. We're going to do a new search. The, uh, The guy that made it, like one of the creators of Sonic came out and said it was true. Sonic's creator confirmed that it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was recently, so, so it was like since since this list was made, we it was have a couple pro- a couple months ago. We I have think. proven this one now to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jackson was involved. So yeah, they had to change all the music for three in the well, not all of it, but all the stuff he worked on. So let's it wasn't check. The whole so, so now there's only 19 fake ones and 11 true ones. Well, yeah. Anyways. But but he didn't he didn't do the entire soundtrack he just did part of it. Well, he collaborated as all yeah, said. Yeah. So all the songs he was involved in they had to remove from the Sonic Origins collection actually. It's jarring when you grew up playing that game though because the I can tell like Carnival Nights was one Ice Cap Zone there are a couple other ones but yeah uh, pretty cool rumor though. Next we have Mortal Kombat has secret bosses and we already talked about this. Yeah. So, uh, in the first game, it was Reptile. Second game, it was... Or no, I'm, wait, was it Reptile in the first one? I yeah. believe so. Yeah, because Reptile was in the second one. There was Smoke and Jade in the second one. Sounds right. And then later, they teased Ermac and Rain, and then they ended up being in the, uh, in the uh, full version. So, we don't want to spend too much time on that, because we did our Mortal Kombat episode. So next, but. although this is very true, there's no way you would ever... This one's silly. But the old that. Madden curse. This is true. Oh, man, so many players. Remember like, Peyton Hillis? Oh, yeah, do you remember? Peyton Hillis was on the cover. and Dante Culpepper? Like, yeah. McNair wasn't? Yeah. No, not McNair, a McNabb. McNair? A McNair probably was, too. McNair was on the cover. He Air, was on the 03, I think. Air McNair, and then Air what McNair. happened to him after that? Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Oh, man, I was so happy when they put... Uh, Michael Vick? Michael Vick? Michael Vick got hit hard. I was so happy to hear. I think uh, the only or, or, I think the only person that was immune to it was Brady. Brady, yeah, Brady. Um, I think he missed the playoffs the next year. And then yeah, what, what about Bay. Antonio Brown there, huh? Yeah, that was like right before he went nuts, right? I think uh, Troy did all right. Yeah, Troy did all right, but Larry Fitzgerald was on the cover with him, so I think Larry Fitzgerald like hurt well, his ankle that year. Yeah, but they're also like just two really nice dudes. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, we love too, because pick guy. 
Uh, so we have that myth. That's silliness. But there, there is a lot of uh, potential here. Oh, Final Fantasy VII. You can save Aerith. You know how many people spent hours trying to do this? I didn't play this one as a kid, yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, people, so. but they'd, like, try to, what, like, level up to 100 mm-hmm. before you get there? And, oh, that's ridiculous. Which is funny because it's a scripted event. And, like, as a little kid, you don't think about it that way. But there's no possible way to do it, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, unless they had a different trigger I based guess. on something. So you, you could have multiple, you know, endings based on You something. could, but thinking about the way the game's structured, there's yeah. just no way. Because they would have to redo the entire second half of the game. Yeah, you're true. That's true. So next we have on Microsoft Office 95, there was a creepy secret game called The Hall of Tortured Souls. So this looks like it's far less sinister than you would imagine because uh, it was just a couple rooms. However, I mean, there was a secret door. Is this door. like the screensaver? Like, it looks like the screensaver. Do you remember like the screensaver? It would like, build up the brick walls and it would just go through the maze. I always wanted to play that as a game because it looked fucking dope. Yeah, and it looks like Microsoft has been putting things into Excel since like, 97. There was a flight simulator. In Excel? Yeah, in Excel 97. <laughs> there was a racing game in Excel 2000. That's pretty funny. Man. It's like the Google game when you lose internet. Yeah, how about that? So next we have one from Majora's Mask, Ben, ben Save. Save. I don't know if I know this one. Do you know this one? No, I don't know this one. I was thinking Ocarina of Time, which if that's not on here, we got to talk about. So the myth involves a story about a blank Nintendo 64 cartridge which had Majora's mask scrawled on it. Oh, is this like the This has to be a creepypasta. Yeah, like Ben Drown. I know about that. Is that what it is? But it says it's true. No, it doesn't. It's a myth. Oh, it's his myth. Okay. I thought it's a true. He began a new game and noticed the characters referring to him as Ben, despite not knowing. Ben save and try to fix it, and apparently the whole thing has got weird. Um, Yeah, this was creepy. Have you ever watched the video on it? No, but I used to read a lot of creepypasta. Yeah, they made a couple cool videos, and it actually shows like the... Whoever did it, like the guy that wrote it, actually hacked a uh, copy of Majora's Mask and changed the animations and stuff to like, you know, the happy mask salesman uh, says you've been met with a terrible fate whenever the moon hits and you die. He had that show up and Link would like catch on fire and die torturously. So there's also, um, you remember playing the Ocarina and you had the little statues for the last temple? Yeah. That creepy Link statue would pop up in random places in the playthrough. That's weird. Yeah, it was cool, though. So, next is a myth for Fallout 3, that Fallout 3 can predict the future. Like the Simpsons? Yes. This myth states that Bethesda's Fallout 3 actually predicted the Deepwater Horizon oil rig disaster within the game. Bethesda. You said Bethesda. Bethesda. No, Bethesda. Like Bethesda, Maryland. I was going to try to come up with a balls joke, but I, I just couldn't do it. No. Uh, as you play Fallout 3, made by Bethesda. Thank you. The in-game radio picks up pop songs, mission briefs, and more. It also occasionally broadcasts what are said to be a series of numbers in the guise of Morse code. Yes, I remember this kind of now. The rumor was that it was the code which predicted the day and hour of the disaster. Unsurprisingly, there is no code. I think in in a later game, the Morris code actually led you somewhere, which is pretty interesting. Um, again, it kind of baffles me. Like, that came out when we were in college. It baffles me these rumors are still around. Because the internet was pretty much, it wasn't what it is today, but it was pretty, 
you know, we have video on the internet. Bop a dee bop bop a doo bop bee bop boo doo bow. That was about that time. <laughs> right, right. You got hamster dance. It's and like, the, the crazy frog. Beep bop boop beep boop bop. He did. You know, he did an axle left right. Boop 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 boop. Yeah. And the scat man. Beep bop boop boop bop. Beep bop boop beep boop bop. All right, guys. So next we have a good one that I like. This is one of my favorites. Me too. The Super Mario Brothers three was a stage play. And I think rumors for this would have started, you know, I hadn't heard any until now, but I would imagine people would have said it back then because it kind of looks like a stage. It has yeah, because when you start it, the, the, the curtain, curtain goes up, up, you have the weird... The backgrounds that look like they're hanging yeah, right, on the Right, and you have the weird, the the weird uh, checkered floor. Yeah. And when you finish a level, you kind of exit stage right. Stage right, and it, it, the level just ends. It's the only Mario game where that happens. Like The level right. just ends and turns to black. Right, so I mean, there was a lot of weird stuff going on that could lead you to believe this. Although it doesn't explain, like, you, like, jumping on that guy and throwing him in the lava. Who did you say that was? You had the Lego toy of it. Um, Sumo Bro? Sumo Bro, was that Or or, or, or it was Sumo Bro, and the other one was, uh, oh, man, what did I call him? Bam Bam? No. Boom Boom. Boom Boom. Yeah, so you knocked Boom Boom in the boom, lava. Boom Boom. That was boom, part of the play. Boom. I want you in this room. The Venga boys are coming. Maybe we should do our, our favorite 90s dance songs. Uh, everybody's <laughs> supersonic racing. Uh, collect the Triforce and the Ocarina of Time. This is the one I was saying we had to talk about. Within the legend of Zelda, the Triforce is the most powerful item imaginable. It brings you unlimited power. Therefore, it's understandable that you would want it. The myth is that it was obtainable to have all three pieces. You remember this one? Vaguely. So, um, I think the reason it popped up is because it looks like you can fill in the Triforce spots on the menu. Yes. Where you get all the medallions. So, people were obviously like, oh, obviously you can collect the Triforce. Was that the full map? Uh, That's Hyrule Field, yeah. It's the full map of Hyrule Field. What a tiny game. And you know what's cool about this? Actually, uh, people last year for... um, I forget what it was for. Maybe games done quick. Um, they did a mod that you can actually collect the Triforce in it. And I think they're releasing it, a version where you can do it. And it gives you some extra cutscenes. Ties into Breath of the Wild, which is really cool. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't buy too much into that one because I had the player's guide. <clears throat> yeah. And if it wasn't there, it's not real. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, especially because Nintendo back in that, that time was making the official player's guide. With, so. with Usually with, who was it, Prima's? Prima or Brady Games. Those were the two big Here's ones. a game I've never heard of called The Thief. Or Thief. The myth states that Thief, the dark project, contains a secret area in the Bone Horde area. With the Bone Daddy. Known as the Alaris Family Crypt. The rumor sounds plausible because there's a section blocked off by cave-ins. The story goes that you have to reach a ledge, squeeze through a very specific path, and find your way there to find great treasure. And there's a bow upgrade that doesn't actually exist. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about on par with just about every game I've ever played that has an area that looks like you should be able to get to it. Well, again, so (laughs) we did this the other night when Sean and I were playing Diablo. We found the hole, like a cave in the wall, and we walked down to it, and I was like, anything down there? And Sean was like, nah, it's just a, a cave. And then we did another mission, and then we had to go back, and the cave was open up. <laughs> we felt real dumb. 
No, but, I mean, yeah, stuff like that happened. Back then, it was just sometimes it was literally maybe the level the level just cut off and like they just put a wall up or something so you couldn't explore that, you know? No, absolutely, I know. So I'm uh, just while we're talking about this, I'm just going to see if there's something here um, that I wanted to to bring up on that topic of you know just an area, and it's not here, so I can talk about it now and not spoil anything sure. later. Uh, but it was. In Banjo Kazooie, yeah, there was, a, it was there was a couple areas where things were hidden behind, like ice, or you could see things. I think one was like an N sixty four cartridge, and then there was a key. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They never finished what they were supposed to do. And, yeah, and they're just there. Yeah, it was the stop and swap, right? Because it was you're supposed to be able to get that key and then take it into Banjo Tooie, which they actually did fix that. Right. Yes. That's in the, yes in the rare replay on Xbox. And the uh, 360 releases, which is wild. But yeah, so for the uh, the original, there was just things there that didn't have a purpose. And that that's not there to fuck with you. I don't know what is. That's some, uh, that's wild. That's some wild. That's some wild stuff. There you go. Hey! I heard that. Some guy said that in the YouTube video I was listening to earlier. Wild was... stuff. He <laughs> stole my, he stole my saying. Son of a bitch. So back on the topic of Diablo here, Diablo 2 had the secret cow level. So I think this should be a two-parter because yes. the rumor really started with In one. the first one, yeah, that people were saying... I didn't even know where this rumor came from, but people kept saying there was a secret cow level in Diablo 1. It, didn't it come from there was a village with a whole bunch of dead people, yes. but, like, the cows weren't dead? Yeah. Like, there was just cows fine walking around, and then they, someone just joked somewhere that, you know, these cows are super strong. And yeah, and it was the early days of the internet, so it caught fire, and everyone was like, oh, there has to be a cow level. And like a month, like three months later, after everyone's finally read it, yeah. uh, you know, it caught on, mm -hmm. you know, like a slow burner. Um, and then when 2 came out... Which, those, those are kind of the best, where the developers hear about the rumor, and they're like, all right, we're just going to, like, fuck with you. And th they made the secret cow level. Um, and that, that calls back to the Rockstar one with Bigfoot. And then in 3, they did, what, the unicorn level? Yeah. There's, and I haven't seen anything in 4 yet. The um, Although I have ran into the Butcher. Oh, in, in 4? Yeah. Nice. Now, he, he appears randomly in dungeons. Did you say fresh meat? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, he, he, he butchered me. <laughs> Didn't stand a chance. Actually, you know, it's another really weird one. And uh, you played GTA 4, right? A little bit. Did you ever go inside the Statue of Liberty? I don't think. It has a beating heart with like a bunch of chains going through it. It's creepy as hell. That's a... Uh, so I thought that was a rumor until little, one that's day a little, I, I That's a little bit of commentary on uh, the state of the current world. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a myth, and I was like one day just messing around in GTA, and I was like, oh, I'll go to the island, because it's like a pain in the ass to get to. And if you get into the statue, there's a hidden door you can go in, and yeah, it shows Statue of Liberty... Has a beating heart. It's real creepy. So next, there is the Kill Switch game, and Howard Jones. Hold the dive. Out of all of the possible songs you could do for Kill Switch, you did their cover. That's your favorite. Wait, it, it might be. I'm also a big Rose of Sharon. Rose fan. of Sharon's my favorite. Uh, who doesn't like My Curse, which was on Guitar Hero Three? This is my last favorite name. This is my curse. <laughs> As Daylight Dies, whew, coming up on the, uh, I think, 20th anniversary of that album. So the Kill Switch game. This one isn't about the 2003 PlayStation 2 game, but rather a mysterious horror survival. It's not about the 2003 band? No. 
Is Howard Jones in the game? Is Howard Jones in the game? No. No, it's the it's, it's Jesse Leach. But rather, a Fuck mysterious that. horror survival game supposedly released in 1989. The legend says that you play as a young girl called Porta, Porto, 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 like Porto Bella, Porto, yeah, or Gast, and navigate through a haunted mine. The reason no one has seen this game is said to be because once you ended the game completely, it erases itself completely. Oh, that's kind of cool. Not surprisingly, no one has ever found evidence of Kill Switch even existing, but yet this game, Erring Legend, persists to this day. So it's like Polybius. Yeah, so it's a game, but as soon as you finished it, it just self-destructed like, <laughs> like it was a mission in Mission Impossible. This sounds like one of those uh, Mandela effects we were talking about. Oh, speaking of. Oh, Polybius is the next one. Polybius yeah. is next. Did you hear about this one at all? Yeah, I, I've heard about it, and it is often mocked in... Um, just about everywhere. Yeah, it was like it was like a uh, like a classic arcade game that they said the government put in right. to collect data. Which why would the government collect data through an arcade game? We're not going to get into every reason why they absolutely would do that. Through, from an arcade game, what data are you getting? Especially back in like the seventies and eighties. When our fourth spinoff podcast comes out, where we talk about <laughs> the these kinds of things, one? yeah, when we talk about we these could kinds do an episode things. on the on the lore of Polybius because it's pretty rich. I, we can get into my personal feelings on on why they would do something. Well, like I guess that. the army did start to like promote themselves through Twitch and stuff. So Yvonne et Niage? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you referred to like the join the yeah name join the from navy the Simpsons episode yeah yeah Yvonne. And they had like the Fanta girls dancing and then they kept saying Yvonne et Niage, which was what joined the navy backwards yeah and they 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 made the boy band with like Ralph and uh, and Bart and Milhouse and oh man Nelson that was a great episode yes good one um, but yeah so you had this game and you would like what well, you would just you'd become obsessed with it and then the weird men in black would come and take it and it would disappear and it no would show up in another arcade. Which, again, for back in the time when it was around, I don't know, did the rumor come out after the game would have been out? or I have it, no idea. Is it like a... Because this was before we were born, so I, I don't know. But that would have been hard to prove in the pre-internet days, especially. You know, like, maybe you had a friend who claimed they saw it. And then, you know, you had a friend in a different town. Or maybe, you know, maybe you went to the beach over the summer and some, one, some guy you met there, gal you met there, said they saw it. Um, if, the, if the arcade cabinets were moving around, that would have been very hard to prove, you know. We had our, uh, our local arcade, our pocket change. I don't think they were throwing Polybius in pocket change. No, well, Polybius was apparently only in the Portland, Oregon area. Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. How long was pocket change there? Was it? The, I mean, did it start like before we were born? I don't know. It's a good question. When did they put the mall in? The mall's been there since like the seventies or eighties. So yeah. So the next one is a true one, and this one took a while to figure out too. Was Atari buried <laughs> games this in the so desert? Funny. And this game sucks so bad. Well, there's more than just that game buried out there, but this came about. This was the video game crash. The Atari yes. must cause the video game crash. Yes. This bizarre myth told the story of how in 1983, Atari buried thousands of unsold or returned copies of E.T. and Pac-Man in New Mexico landfills. Why Pac-Man? I don't know. Both games were panned by critics, and overproduction in Atari was left with thousands of unsold copies. Oh, uh, was that like the shitty port of Pac-Man? It had to have been the terrible port. Yeah. Which, how do you mess Pac-Man up? Pretty hard. 
E.T.'s pretty bad, though. So, yeah, so for years, rumors of this um, just went around and nobody believed it. They denied it, blah, blah, blah. Several companies, including Fuel Industries and Microsoft, came together and eventually recovered around 1,300 cartridges as part of a documentary called Atari Game Over. I'm pretty sure AVGM was involved in that, wasn't he? Could have been. He did a whole episode about it, and I think he was involved. Like, he, he went to the landfill and everything. So that's wild. Oh, here's a fun one. Uh, I don't think you run into this too much anymore because <laughs> the, the discs are better. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, back when, in the early days when we had CDs, and I'll tell you, PlayStation 1 was notorious because you had that special black coating, that black coating on the yeah. bottom. Uh, it was how can you fix scratches on a CD? So, you know, you would do it. You'd always hold it real nice. Gingerly in the middle. And then on the edge, and that was it. You wouldn't touch anywhere else. Well, and the disc trays were, like, hard to work, too. Yes. Well, if you didn't push down, you would scratch it in there. Yeah. Uh, and then a scratch would, would, you know, could potentially be the end of a game. Well, I think the PS2, GameCube era, was the fir- and the Xbox era was the first time, that, like, the discs were easy to get in and out. Because you just dropped them into the tray at that point and then pushed them in. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, GameCube had that nice eject button. But this myth was around... The different ways you could or could not fix scratches. I know I've used turtle wax for yeah, a car. You can, you can, well, you can buff them. Yeah, and well, essentially, if you would buy a fixer, that's all it was. Was uh, it would just you know kind of buff it. Um, yeah, my buddy in his video game store, they have a wheel. Whenever they take trade ins, if there's scratches on the disc to get it to work, sometimes they'll put a little uh, wax on it and buff it. Yeah, yeah so I would use turtle yeah. wax. Same same concept yeah. there. Uh, but this myth was you could use toothpaste and bananas. Toothpaste actually kind of makes sense. Toothpaste might work. Um, Bana- why the hell would a banana work? I don't know. So next we have running two this CDs like at blo- once. The blowing in the cartridge. Here's thing. one. Oh, oh, this is back when uh, computers and monitors would have two disk drives. So you would have the, the oh yeah the, when you had the a one CD to, burner. CD, you had the one to write. I remember always having like when I got new computers, always having to have the two drives so I could burn CDs. Yeah, so you would have the one that would let you burn, and then the, the actual reading drive. Yeah, and one and, of them, one of them usually had a DVD-ROM drive. Yes, and then eventually, the other one didn't. And then eventually, you know, you could it would remember everything, and then you could do that. But when you had to pirate music by burning the album, or pirate Diablo, or pirate which is Diablo, what I did. yes, you you could do that. Um, so the myth here was if you would put one in a game in each, somehow your computer was smart enough to blend the games into one hybrid game. Which is absolutely insane as a programmer. Like, <laughs> that's just so crazy to me. That, that's to a fun that. one. I would never believe that as a kid. So here's one. It's true. Dr. Robotnik was supposed to be a hero. This one has a caveat, though. What's the caveat? Uh, he was originally the main, like the going to be the protagonist of the game. But he wasn't Robotnik at that point. He was just kind of a caricature of uh, Teddy Roosevelt, essentially. Yes. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so it looks like he was supposed to be that when he wasn't doing his mean bean machine. Oh, and then, and then Sonic was uh, originally Mr. Needlemouse. And he had a uh, human girlfriend who was in a rock and roll band. And... Uh, he was based Are you sure on... you're just, you haven't just been reading fanfic? No, <laughs> this is all true. And he was based on... Uh, Bill Clinton and Michael Jackson, which kind of ties back to our original Sonic rumor in this list. Uh, he, they wanted him to have Bill Clinton's I Can Get It Done attitude and Michael Jackson's red shoes and spunk and coolness. Yes. So here's another one that's been around since the beginning of Nintendo. With I actually cartridges. just mentioned this. Blowing on Nintendo cartridges fixes them, and it does not. This is true. 
It doesn't fix them. This is true. It doesn't fix them. This is true. I, I don't care what anyone says. I understand the science behind it. Technically, the best thing you can do is take a Q-tip and some isopropyl alcohol and clean the pins. Because back when we had cartridges. Do not blow on the edge connection or touch with your fingers. So essentially. It, it said that forever. Yeah, but you're just giving it a chance to loosen the pins. No, it's not loosening the pins. It's it's the moisture from your breath actually um, lets it get a better connection sometimes. Okay, but, but by blowing on it, you may loosen the pins. Yeah, but that's. How hard are you blowing? Like, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh, but no, I, I, I firmly believe that. I know it's not scientifically true, but when you're playing an old game and it doesn't work, what's your first thought? Better blow on this uh, cartridge. If it's not NES. On NES, I was actually a fan of the two games. So you would put the one game and you would, when you pushed it down, you would put another game on top of it to hold it down. And that almost always worked. I was also a fan of oh, jiggling it, side to side. You're talking about in the top loader NES? No. Nope. Uh, oh, classic. The, yeah. I, I, uh, you had a top loader. Well, I had both, but our original broke, so we got a top loader. And that was the one that I played with them. Yeah, most. yeah it, it wouldn't work there. So, But on the original, you also had a little bit of wiggle room, so I would jiggle it side to side, and that would give it a better chance to line everything up. I feel like up. that that little. Uh, push down sometimes had issues. Yeah, well, and that's why I think when you put another one on top of it to hold it down, yeah. I, yeah, I that think that sense. helped it work out. So the, here's the, a, the top letter rarely had issues, I feel like. So here's another fun one for uh, PC games. Where you can run a PC game as an administrator to unlock God powers. <laughs> uh, is that a myth? That's a myth. No, you could just run it as... You could do that with anything. You can run yeah. any program on your computer as an administrator just... Allows you to do things that are locked behind administrator powers. Yes. Like, edit, I mean, technically, maybe if you if you edited the registry or something, but most people weren't doing that. Next, which I think is the lesser of the rumors of this. Yeah, game. I agree. I was going to say this one. This one's true, but this did, one is true. Did Yoshi will this. Me- did anyone see this? No, I never got all the stars. Hell no. Uh, Yoshi will meet you on the roof in Super Mario sixty four. So if you get all the the, the coins, there's eventually a, what is it, a, uh, a, a cannon you go into, and it shoots you onto the roof, right? Yes. Um, yeah, so originally this myth was... And there's was, a wing cap up there and yeah. a bunch of coins. And so originally this was how you were supposed to be able to play as Luigi. So I wonder if that rumor is on this list. The L is real one. L is real 2041. Yeah. Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> Um, so that was the statue in the courtyard. Everyone said that it said L is real. That one pissed me off because like, once I found out about that, I would have just been mad if I found it. Cause like, I love Yoshi. He's like my favorite character in Mario. I would have been mad that you couldn't play as Yoshi. Although you could in the later, uh, DS remake, which is cool. Sega's blast <laughs> process. This is just a marketing myth. <laughs> it wasn't real. They just said it. Genesis does. The reality was the Genesis was technically superior to its rivals, but it wasn't this quirky trick that made it so. Blast processing was all marketing spin. This is crazy to me. Like, not the blast processing. So the, the blast processing, processing came about because Sonic scrolled and moved so much faster. Um, it was, and it was just coded really well to keep up with Sonic's movement. And the game was just made really, really well. 
And it was one of those things, the games just weren't that fast at the time because Mario and all the other platformers and knockoffs of Mario were slower paced. What's crazy to me about that is the uh, Genesis came out like two years before the uh, SNES. So it's crazy it was more powerful. I think they were close, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, we talked about the sound chip on the Super NES was better, right? I think so. I, I don't know. You're, you're, the, you're that guy, not me. I feel like it depends on the songs. Sonic always sounded good, but um, they both had like the Mode 7, but I think Super Nintendo's Mode 7 was better. And whenever you look at it uh, through the lens of like the processing power, near the end of the Super NES's life cycle, the cartridges started getting more expensive, and they put like the Super FX chip in for a lot of games. Right, right. And they had bigger cartridges for uh, like Mario RPG. We were talking about earlier. But it was a myth. Yeah. It was Next, just mar- marketing BS. I didn't play a lot of online gaming, so this one never really affected me that much. But apparently, if you would ask for help, you would just be told the answer was Alt F4. Isn't that just like, oh no, that's Alt Tab now. Alt Tab, yeah. What the fuck is Alt F4? I, I, I don't know. That. It's just saying that, you know. You can't bring up the map. Somebody in chat would tell you how to do That's what they would tell you how to do so anything. That's just someone being a dick when you were a noob. Yes. Anyways. And then the last one is Resident Evil 2. It's true. Has a hidden secret oh, this involving is true. Rebecca this. Chambers. Yeah, I've done this. Well, what is the deal, buddy? So uh, if you search Wesker's desk 50 times, you get a roll of film. And if you go develop it, it's a picture of Rebecca in a basketball uniform. Why? I don't know. Uh, what does that say about Wesker as a character? I don't, I'm not I, sure either. I don't know. Um, How does it get worse? I mean, <laughs> it's just bizarre. And in the remake, I don't, I don't remember if they kept it in or not. I know there's some secrets in Wesker's desk, but I can't remember if they kept it in or not. But I remember thinking, like, that's a really crazy thing. That is pretty wild. A lot of these, too. Like, like that one, in, until I think I was reading a fact to get, like, because you remember they had all the different modes and stuff in the old Resident Evils. So I remember with that one, I was reading a game fact, and I found that. And I was like, oh, that can't be true. And I did it, and sure enough, it was. So any any not on that list that you think they, that I can think of they forgot about? I, I can't think of any. Can you? Um, the nudalities of Mortal Kombat. Oh, that nudalities. was another good one. Yeah, of course you would want nudalities. Well, it was just one of those rumors, man. It was a big one. Uh-huh. That goes hand in hand with the uh, with the um, Laura Croft one, though. It, it does. It was uh, just teenage boys. Well, you could just play Duke Nukem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Duke Nukem. I know you do. We're going to do a Duke Nukem episode. Uh, so I, I don't know any others. Uh, not There's none that I can think of. Um, but that, 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 they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. And I'm kind of mad that there aren't rumors like there, there used to be. You know, Rumors rumors, and cheat codes, too, because we talked about this briefly. Like, you used to be able to go get a cheat magazine. Yeah, and you just can't do any of that anymore. Or you would go to GameFAQs or Cheat CCC, and you'd find a code that would unlock all the levels or a code that would... Well, now... Like, GTA. GTA had the coolest cheats. Well, nowadays, you know... There's a full walkthrough the day the game comes out. With video. With videos. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's ridiculous how fast people get these things up. Oh, and you know what's a good one that we, that we didn't talk about? The uh, Chris Holohan room. 
Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Yeah. yeah. Did he win a contest or something? Yeah, you won a contest. The poor bastard, they just gave him a room with like a bunch of rupees in it. In the back that was and easily missed. like, hey, I'm Chris Houlihan. Uh, this is my room. <laughs> it's so random to find you just like cut a random like blade of grass and you fall down a hole. And there's one of those little talky things. and That's it. That's it. That's it. To be immortalized, though. Yeah, well, he's related to Patches O'Hulahan, so... I mean, that's right. a pretty cool thing to be immortalized in a Zelda game, though. Yeah, I mean, just wish it could have been a better one. Oh, you know another weird one? This isn't really a rumor or a myth. Well, kind of. In uh, Tears of the Kingdom, you know how they all have all the NPCs? Yeah. They're, uh, and they all kind of look different, and there's a lot more of them than Breath of the Wild. They're all based on me characters. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yeah, if you, and, and once you hear it, like, next time you play it, you'll look and you'll be like, yeah, they are. Um, it's, like, the same, like, you know, there's only a certain number of, like, noses, mouth right. size. Um, think about it. That guy holding up the sign. Next time you see him, look at him. Okay, we'll do that. Um, well, like I said, that's all I got. So if you don't yeah. have any more, I think that just about wraps this one up. It was a cool trip down memory lane. Until next time, folks. Peace. Peace. Listening to this week's episode of Romance Dawn. Be sure to follow us anywhere that you get your podcasts. Check us out at Romance Dawn TV on Twitter and Instagram for updates on Twitch streams and episode previews. For business inquiries and questions, email us at romancedawnpd at gmail.com. The entrance music track is The Chonker by Daphini, and the ending track is End Credits, Loop by Visager. See you next week, set sails for new adventures.